This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. My love. Yes. It's not working tonight. Technical difficulties, Yes. (laughs) My goodness. How fantastic, especially given our, our guests tonight. Good evening, my Good love. evening, my love. Don't oh, give the game away, Jess. I know, yes. just yes. <laughs> for God's sake. Um, hey, a big thanks to the uh, Transpositions crew for tonight. Thanks, girls. You're a fantastic show. And remember, my love, to speak in the microphone. Oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> we were just talking about We that. are just radio professionals tonight. I've come back from Perth. I'm clearly brown. Some of the sun has obviously melted some of my brain, my love. It, it's got to be a glossy show tonight. Oh, <laughs> a seamless production. Seamless. <laughs> We've got a very special guest star coming up after our first song, haven't we, my We love? do indeed. Now, it's quite funny. Before he came into the studio, because I met him just earlier. You've known him for quite a yes. while. Um, and I said, is his name Conrad Brown or Conrad Black? And, I and s- you said Conrad Brown, Brown. And I said, who's Conrad Black? And then it was like, oh, that's right. He's the doctor that killed Michael Jackson. <laughs> so we don't have him. We don't have the doctor that killed Michael Jackson. But we I'm do so have glad. the delightful Conrad Brown. Absolutely. Coming up. Tonight. I know, I know. super exciting. We have had a bit of a run of um, oh, some farewell... Can I say, people. Celebrity Death Lotto we've been yes. playing this grid, because David Bowie we killed off. Yes. Who was the other one? It was the lovely Natalie Cole. Natalie Cole. We might as well have shot her in the head. And now we've got Morris White from Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh, Bang, gone. Well, let me try one more time. And here it is. With Let's is, Groove. Let's Groove. I love Earth, Wind and Fire. I love lovely choice. You're listening to Shadowbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. Now, my love. Yes. Earth, Wind and Fire. Let's groove tonight. Earth, Wind and Fire. I went to see them 17 years ago yes. at the Hilton. Yes. 40 odd of them on stage. Yes. I'm not entirely sure who was in the band and who wasn't. <laughs> they all had a tambourine or something. Oh. So, but they were great. They were fabulous. And Morris White died on the weekend. So I that's know. why we played that. God, my favourite is Has to be September from Earth, Wind and Fire. Yeah, no, it's a good track. It's yes. a good track. Boogie Wonderland for me. Boogie Wonderland. Yes. For you, my love. Our yes. very, we have a very special guest now, tonight. Brett, who is our very special guest tonight? Well, well, he's the former. No, he he was. Remember, it is brown, not black. <laughs> yes, he's right? not the doctor that killed Michael Jackson. No, he's not. He he is. He's the allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's gone to prison for it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm in the clear. He's the former general manager of Joy. It is the fabulous Conrad Brown. Oh, welcome to Chatterbox, Conrad. Oh, thanks for having me. I love an audience. <laughs> oh, look. Yeah. I thank, feel like Adele. Thank you. I was going to say. <laughs> oh, she's all gone up, up market now, oh. isn't she? It's hard at the top. It, it is. Oh. 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 Multiple clappings oh. there, Brett. Goodness. Now, Conrad, my love, mm. I met you tonight. Yes. Brett's known you for a while. Yes. What have you been doing since how long? Well, firstly, how long ago was it that you, you said bye-bye to Joy? Not so, but oh, yeah, no, no I, uh, I worked here at Joy for 10 years. Wow. So um, I'm old school. I'm a, a lifer, as they call yeah. us. Um, I left in July last year. And I took off. Um, it was yeah. It was it was time for me to spread my wings. Yep. Um, to go on another journey. And yeah, the station had been such an amazing part of my life. It just felt like the right time. So I took off overseas for four months. So where did you go? I went kind of everywhere. Started off in New Zealand, then went to the states and made my way across. America, and also went to Costa Rica for a week. Oh, wow. wow. Yep. That was amazing. Um, And then spent about a month in New York with my lovely partner, and then back to LA. And so, yeah, it was like four months of zigzagging. Wow. So, why was Costa Rica amazing? Uh, So, one reason was I got to catch up with a very lovely friend of mine who I hadn't seen really properly for about 20 years. We were exchange students together, um, and she is from there, but she lives in the States, and we managed to meet up and she was my personal tour guide for a week you know speak the language knows everywhere so it is stunning it is a beautiful country it's kind of like new zealand and australia with this kind of rainforest element added to it it's got everything yeah it's beautiful people are amazing the food is incredible what is the food is it more is it more sort of um is it seafood or... It's a bit of a hybrid of everything. Oh, great. So, you know, kind of like a, that Latin kind of cuisine yeah, yeah. with a little bit of American kind of flavour in there as well. Yeah. But, um, you know, rice and beans for breakfast. <laughs> Lots of fresh fruit. You're very regular in Costa yeah. Rica. I was going to say, all that lovely coffee yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Lots and, of rum. As, ah, right. Yeah. And beaches. Yeah. The beaches are supposed to be fantastic Amazing. in Central America. Now, I'm going to put my hand up. Oh, yes, my love. Do you know where that is? I don't. <laughs> so where is Costa Rica? <laughs> so, it's all good. Central America. So um, same around where um, Nicaragua a, yeah. and Panama. Is it a country? Uh, yes. Okay. Sorry. So yeah. that's why so, I didn't know. I thought it was in Brazil. Yeah. Well, kind of close. Okay. Like in between. I also yeah. thought the Philippines was in South America for an awfully long time. <laughs> Geography. I bought a globe of the world that lights up. I'm going to replace. Yeah, when you clap it, Roseanne. No. (laughs) Uh, It's actually not a clappy one. If you touch the base, it'll pop on. It's one of those. I'm replacing your bedside lamp with that globe tonight. Moving out. Yeah, moving out. Moving on, moving out. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and a very special Brett guest, Conrad Brown. Only on Joy 94.9. A little less straight than other radio stations. Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our wonderful guest, the gorgeous Conrad Brown on Joy 94.9. Now, Conrad, Mm. a big part of Chatterbox is you get to choose four songs and they best tell your story. 
which I love. Was it hard or easy to choose your songs? <laughs> the hardest. Was it? Yeah. Can, can I say, a little bit of procrastination. A little bit. <laughs> and I also, I also included in my... some more time, Brett? Yeah. I was like, yes. <laughs> also included in my message, uh, I do have alternatives as well. <laughs> I got backups. I had a backup. <laughs> For my backups. Uh, we had one guest who will... I will say no names. Alan. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't Alan, my love. Who sent us 20 songs and said, you choose. Oh, oh. Tony. Mm. <laughs> That's an interesting so story pl- to tell. Even though we said choose four songs. Yes. Yeah. But Conrad, the first song usually, and we'll get to that in just a second, mm. is usually about your early life and growing up. So tell us about little Conrad and oh. where you grew up. Such a small lad. Um, so <laughs> I grew up in a really lovely little town in New Zealand yep. um, where I was uh, right up until I was about 18. Um, I had kind of a nice Kiwi upbringing. Mum and dad, older brother and sister, um, you know, lots of kind of sunshine. And we were right on the coast. So and whereabouts all, in New Zealand were you? So in the North Island, a little bit on the uh, on the east coast, a little place called Mount Wanganui, so about two and a half hours south of Auckland. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it was really, I guess, in lots of ways, idyllic. You know, it wasn't always easy, but it was fun, and I got on really well with my, my siblings, and my parents were pretty wonderful, actually, even though, you know, as a teenager, I thought they were so terrible. Um, but yeah, that it was... a job as teenagers, though? Isn't it, though? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I was the only persecuted teenager, though, because yeah, it was all about me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I had a really lovely upbringing, I guess, in lots of ways, and and it kind of set me up. I feel sometimes I look back on it, and I feel like it really did set me up for the rest of my life in a weird way. Yeah. In what way, though? I kind of feel like I'm quite resilient. Yeah. My parents really fostered a lot of independence in me, um, and gave me a lot of autonomy. And yep. you know, in some ways, it was kind of like I was just off doing whatever I wanted. But I knew I had structure, and I knew I had boundaries yeah. and things like that. But they were really encouraging, and um, and I had quite a creative family and quite a quirky family as yep. well in lots of ways. So I feel like I, it really set me up to be able to do things like you know, be a part of joy and travel and do all of that. So yeah. So were you from a big family or? Small family. Well, so three three siblings, but tons of cousins. Yeah. And yeah, yeah my mum's got um, six sisters and one brother. So, you know, kind of. Wow, yeah, that's a big family. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, and they were all kind of close and everything. And yeah, we had. Um, we, we had a lot of fun getting together and, you know, getting rowdy. Yeah. The, there, the Browns. Yeah, there, there's, there seems to be a lot of country life. Like, a lot of people from New Zealand were either very close, even even when they lived in a, a major city, mm. um, really close and spent a lot of time in the country and have these quite wonderful um, uh, childhoods. Yeah. Running about, around on farms yeah. and going for swims on the beach. And, you know, a lot of that I didn't really appreciate yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. And now when I go back home and catch up with, you know, friends and family and stuff, I just can't get enough. I'm yeah. kind of like my head's either in the ocean or, you know, running around in, in the forest or something. Like, I yeah, really yeah. love it now. When I was a kid, I was just like, oh, good luck pulling me away from the TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, this probably leads very nicely into your first track. Yes. Because... This has got nothing to do with the country, in fact. <laughs> at all. At all. It's the um, complete opposite. Yes. Yeah. I've actually betrayed my country by not picking a Kiwi song. But oh, tell us terrible. about your first track and why did you choose it? So I chose 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. So I was a massive movie lover as a, yeah. a kid, which is kind of And you still are, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, huge. And 
that film for some reason really stuck with me you know that kind of big city life and people kind of out there doing it and i think i've always had a real thing for um you know cheering on the underdog as well yeah Yeah, and the three leads in that movie are incredible and this song was on heavy rotation in our house yeah it was either night a bit of dolly or a little bit of abba throwing a bit of boney m yeah 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 you know the turntable was always pumping and and this song kind of uh was always near the top of that list. Now, you know how Lily Tomlin and Jane, Jane Fonda, Fonda had did, did that great series on... Grace um, and Frankie. Thank mm. you. Um, this And this is where I got a bit excited because we love that. And they, it's coming back for a second ser- series. There is talk <gasps> that Dolly's going to be a guest yes. star. I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, I think seeing all three of them on the screen again will be a dream come true. Because they had a great dynamic. They worked really, they were both clever. I loved how they always make Jane Fonda quite stitched up. Yeah. Because she plays it, she plays a wasp. So waspy. So uptight. Yeah. And Lenny Tomlin all sort of like running around and it's brilliant. I can't wait. Oh, bring it. I'm already there. I'm already <laughs> So, look, without further ado, this is Conrad's first track for the night, which is 9 to 5 by the gorgeous Dolly Parton. You're listening to Chatterbox with Andrew and Brett and our wonderful guest, Conrad, on Joy 94.9. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from 9 Working nine to five, what a way to make a living, really getting by. It's all taking and no giving. They just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Nine to You're listening to Shadowbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, the gorgeous Conrad Brown on Joy 94.9. Now, my love, we've had a message pop through. Who's our message from, Brett? Oh, it's the lovely John of Hawthorne. Hi, John of Hawthorne. For, for, formerly of Burnley. <laughs> um, and said, uh, evening, gents. Welcome home, Brett. Oh, thanks, John. I bet coming from four days of 40 plus to a balmy 22 is refreshing. You betcha it is. Oh, he's as brown as a berry, so give him no sympathy. <laughs> yes. Great start to the show as always. Had a few technical hitches, but we got back on track. That's the main thing, isn't it? It is love? indeed. Now, Conrad, mm-hmm. a big part of Chatterbox is you get to tell your song. Your song. You get to tell your oh, story. Shit, I have to sing. <laughs> start it again. I'm going to start singing. <laughs> you get to tell your story through song and chat. Now, you mm-hmm. told us about growing up in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, the next part of the show is where we ask our guests a little bit about their coming out story. So tell us a bit about yours. Did you come out to New Zealand or did you move to Australia at this point? <sighs> so it was a little bit of a kind of a combination coming out. So I was an exchange student in my senior year of high school. Yeah. So I busted out of teeny tiny New Zealand and went to the States and spent, oh, wow. a, yeah, spent a year in Ohio and um, had a wonderful experience there. And while I was there, I was like 17, 18, um, my sister uh, was living in Scotland and she had also been an exchange student um, when she was at high school. So I was kind of like yep. following in her footsteps oh, always. Nice. And I always looked up to my, my big sister. And um, wh- while I was in the States, she sent me a letter, old school, yes, yes. 20 years ago, um, <laughs> which I received by pigeon. Yeah. And by aerogram. By, yeah, 
by boats. Don't knock those blue aerograms. I used to love them because they'd them. fold out and you could write and you turn over and write more. Yeah, Write as much as you I could. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> loved it. So uh, my sister actually wrote to me and it was part of um, her letter was that she was coming out. Oh, wow. And it really, I guess in hindsight, it wasn't shocking, but it was yeah. incredible that she yep. actually, you know, was doing this, you know, making this big statement yeah. and she told our parents and um, she was living with her partner over there. And I remember telling my host family and uh, my gorgeous host mother was like, are you okay with that? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> because in the back of my mind, I knew that, you know, I was a little gay boy kind of figuring everything out. Yeah. And I thought, God, you know, I'm just, she's like the speedboat, my yeah. sister. Yeah. I'm just water skiing in it behind her. <laughs> I'm just cruising in her wake. So um, I came back to New Zealand and I, I went to uni and kind of did all of that. And I ended up in Wellington and I was living there in this crazy big house with all these amazing people. I was you know, 21 and working yep. and doing all that fun stuff. And it just kind Kind of became more and more a part of my life that yep. I knew not only was I gay, I had gay friends and I was, you know, obviously dating every now and then. And it was, it is, was seeping so much into my life. It was very hard for me to contain it. Can I ask, yeah, was it yeah. gradual? Was it a gradual realization or did you sort of, I hate, I always use the word inkling, but it, <laughs> it is that thing sort of, you know, know you often when you're 13, 14, you start to get an inkling that it's... See, I remember thinking about it much, much younger. younger. So, so what sort of age would you... I think it was probably eight or nine. Yeah. And I started yeah. to think, you know, not so much understanding the feelings uh, or anything, but just kind of having that, I don't really think about wedding that, dresses yeah. and girls like that. But that guy on TV yeah. in The Dukes of Hazard, I love him. Yeah. Oh, which one? Which one? <laughs> or well, or both of them? Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Um, and Don't also, make me pick. Yeah. <laughs> which has also kind of led into my fascination with the guys from Chips and you know, <laughs> Wong. That's a whole other show. I think, I think we all had a big thing for Ponch. Yes. You and Brett need to scrapbook yeah. the teenage crushes. I think. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a lot of those things. I'm not sure if you ever got Chopper Squad in New Zealand. Chopper mm. Squad was an Australian show, right? And I've and not a lot of people remember it. And it was Surf Lifesavers oh, okay. in a helicopter. Also hot. And that, well, not all of them, but one of them was just like breathtaking. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There always is. So anyway, you were in a share house. Yeah. And yeah, I just, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Back to me. That's right. Um, <laughs> Back to the guest, Brett. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. I'll get this stuff about this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and it just was kind of in seeping into my life everywhere. And people that I was living with and, and hanging around with, just thought of me as being gay yeah. and it just kind of was starting to go wow this is really weird and of course i was feeling anxious and and a bit kind of you know uptight about telling my especially my family um i so i kind of started with my friends and it was in a series of phone calls and letters um and a couple of face-to-face and it was you know they, i'm talking about four or five people that have known me since yeah. i was like young um and really close friends and um they all just kind of like end yeah, uh, you know, and I'm yeah. kind of like pouring my heart out. I just remember my friend Jane going, "Hmm, uh, okay, do you feel better?" And I, went, <laughs> and I went, "Yeah, really, yeah, of course I do." And she was like, "Cool, okay, right. well, <laughs> let's just move along then." She was like, "I didn't think it was that big a secret." And were your family okay with everything? Being as your sister had come out previously, you know what? I was actually more worried about that, and I think my fear was, you know, it's it's 
it's such a big thing for people to comprehend, you know, when their child comes out. Yeah, yeah. To have two children come yeah. out in the same family, you think, oh, it might be easier. And I think that was my initial thought. And then I went, oh, hold on a minute. This mm. actually could be a bit harder. And I'm the baby of the family, you know, t- despite what I look like. I am actually the youngest in the family, <laughs> the monster, but the youngest. And, um, and it was... Yeah, it was really interesting. My mum and my dad were both wonderful. Yeah. And I think, you know, even though it was probably a little bit of a shock or a little bit of a surprise, I don't think it was a complete, like, oh, my God, we can't believe yeah. this. You know, you can't yeah. hide everything. Um, I was very good at doing Wonder Woman twirls as a child. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Which to- little boy wasn't? That's Hello. What I- <laughs> That great great line from, what is it, Modern Family, and Cam starts starts dancing with Lily, and he's starting to spin round, and his partner says, oh my God, you know, you look like Wonder Woman. I'm already there. Yeah. (laughs) Get the lasso out. So yes, look, I was really really lucky, and um, and everyone was pretty supportive, and it was, and it's kind of, I think, you know, all of that. Um, intensity and the anxiety and everything just kind of disappeared. Yeah, yeah. And I've taken that forward. And you know, working at Joy was literally like uh, you came out as soon as you told people yeah. where you worked. Yeah, so, exactly. So it was really interesting for me. I, I kind of felt like I was. I've constantly been coming out. I think that is usually our experience. Because anyway. a lot of people do say there are multiple stages of coming out. There's the coming out to yourself, and it's mm. that realization yeah. that okay what I didn't know, what I thought was different, couldn't quite put my finger on. Mm. Now I've put my finger on. And then it's the coming out to family and friends. Absolutely. So there's that sort of two stages of mm. it. Um, and look, I, I'd have to say most of the guests that we've had on the show have had not necessarily an easy time. It's sometimes the hardest part is coming out to yourself. Exactly. Um, but most of the, of the family and friends of the people that we have on the show have been have been really accepting. But the hard part often is is coming to terms with it yourself or yes. figuring out what it is. Absolutely. Hey, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest Conrad. Only on Joy ninety four point nine. Connecting, representing, celebrating. Joy ninety four point nine. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our special guest, Conrad, on Joy 94.9. Now, my love. Yes. What's our show about again? Well, look, if you've just tuned in, all the best. You've been watching my kitchen rules, I'm assuming. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) MKR's over, guys. Can't be flapped with it this season, quite frankly. Can I say, I agree. It's done. Yeah. You're out. And it's a shame, because I'm a huge fan of MKR, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going but to But anyway, if you've been watching MKR or something else, yes. we are a talk show where we bring in a member of the community and they get to choose four songs yes. and they tell their story through... Song and chat. Song and chat and sometimes dance, which doesn't convert <laughs> that well to the radio. <laughs> I'll try. But we enjoy it. <laughs> we hear it, Joy. Well, absolutely. And now, we've just had a message pop through. Can I say, I, I love Graham for sending in this message. Thank you, Graham. Thanks for mentioning Chopper Squad. The guy you're thinking of is now a landscape gardener. Oh, but Graham, cut thank over you. and pull Brett's weeds out. Yes. <laughs> There's some stalking in your future, yes, I think. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Take the pressure off me. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one problem we've got a terrace and a balcony. <laughs> so he's going to have to fiddle with my pots instead. <laughs> he's going to have to get very creative. <laughs> very. Now, now, Conrad, yes. before we went to the break, you told us that you're coming out story. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us a little bit about your second track and why you chose it. So it's a, uh, it was a song that came out, I think, when I was around 18, 19. And yeah. I remember hearing it out and about one night. And um, 
I, I felt like it just kept on coming out yeah. every year with a new mix. Oh, it kept giving. Yeah, remember, <laughs> yeah, yeah. remember in the 90s, there were certain songs that would just keep coming out with a new mix. Can and I new say, mix even in the car the on the way mix. here, Brett was like, I don't think I know that song. And I was like, oh, you, you know, know it. it. <laughs> For me, it was In the Evening by Cheryl Lee Ralph, yeah. which was an 80s hit that every like every year someone would go, no, here's a new yeah. version. Also, see, um, You Spin Me Around by Dead or Alive. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. And yeah. then there's all Blue Monday. Which, oh, yeah. <laughs> Another version. That was almost Monday. like a calendar. You just got one a year. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's kind of what this song means to me. I keep, I'd hear it, you know, when I first started going out in New Zealand. When I first moved to Melbourne, I remember hearing in club. and had a really fantastic night with a bunch of Melbourne friends. And we were out and this song came on. And I kind of, I always remember it as being like, you know, this song just keeps on kind of appearing in my life. Yeah. And then I ended up at a radio station for 10 years called Joy. Wow. You know. The universe works in very <laughs> mysterious ways. Not like I'm a wizard or anything, but it just, you know, it seemed like that From was... From New Zealand, you could be. Yes. <laughs> Harry Potter-esque. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Conrad, on Joy 94.9. Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, the gorgeous Conrad Brown on Joy 94.9. Now, we've had a couple of messages pop through, my We life. have indeed. And if First message, loving the show. Thanks for sharing your story, Conrad. Matt from Thornbury. Oh, oh thanks, Matt. Thank nice. you, Matt from Thornbury. And my love. Yes. I know who this is. Yes. <laughs> it says, lovely to hear Conrad's story and great music. Love you, boys. Love from Champagne Breath. And that's a dear, dear friend of the show. <laughs> Sometimes known as Sally Streisand. Yes, the delicious Sally Streisand. Long-time listener. Champagne breath forever. That's the best name. She works hard for the she money. She works hard for the money, that girl. <laughs> Assistant to the stars. Now, Conrad... Hmm. You've got a lovely partner. I who, do. Who I thought was related to Hillary Clinton earlier on tonight. <laughs> Why was that, Brett? Because <laughs> that's her Instagram name. Yeah. <laughs> and the first name, yes. Yes. Clinton, it gets people a little bit confused. Yeah, so I, um, I've been in Melbourne 16 years and yes. I literally touched down. Um, I was only here a few months and Clinton had arrived in, from interstate as well. Yeah. And um, we met out one 
fateful evening and um, swapped numbers. And it was kind of one of those things where he was new to Melbourne, so he was yeah. just kind of like yeah. checking it out. So where was he from? He was he'd come from Sydney. Yeah, yeah, and he'd been there for quite a few years and stuff. And yeah, and so we just kind of were both new in town, but you know, sort of hanging out together. Yeah. But then it progressed very quickly, and my whole thing was, I'll just go to Melbourne to check it out. Yeah. And you know, see what it's like. See if I, you know, see if it's there. Otherwise, I'll just kind of take off again and and head off. And pff, sixteen years later, I'm still here. <laughs> Connor, it's the same thing. I was saying last week. It was it was the same thing for me. I always literally come to Melbourne and go, oh yeah, well this is great. I'll just see what happens in twenty years later. Yeah. Um. So I do. It's one of those cities that I think you can easily just fall in love with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, did you choose Melbourne or did it just, it was one of those things that was like, I'm just going to pop over and see what it's like. I put my wizard hat on <laughs> and I uh, decided to go there. <laughs> it is one of the most, um, you know, kind of mid-twenties thing I've ever done in my life. But <laughs> I was wanting a little bit of a change and I thought, you know, maybe go to Australia, check it out a bit. And I was living with a friend there was quite a few of us in that place as i mentioned before and he said yeah you know i'm really keen to go off and do something as well so we went down and we were walking past our local flight center and we looked in the window and it was the cheapest place to come was melbourne and he went melbourne it is (laughs) flights to melbourne two bob and a toffee yeah we're like okay why not And and then we kind of planned it a little and saved a little bit of money and did all of that. But we really kind of lobbed up here with a suitcase and, you know, a little bit of money and... And some pretty faces. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bravery of the 20s. But I think, oh I think you sort of have to... I think you have to do it once in your life. You have to just rock up somewhere with a suitcase and just have... Give it a go. A whole heap... Like, more front than Maya. Yeah. And just go, oh, sod it. Like, and you know what the great thing is? If it all goes tits up, yeah. you can go home. Yeah, jump on a plane and, and run away. But it was it was such a great experience. And I met wonderful people right off the bat and made yeah. a really great Melbourne friend. My first Melbourne friend who was just an angel. Yeah. And he kind of looked after me. And then, you know, Clinton came into my life. And I just, I, I had such a great run here yeah. that it just, it started to feel a lot like home. Mm. And then, you know, I, I landed at Joy. And yeah, it's just, yeah. it's been a really wonderful place for me. It's given me a lot. I found it was a really, really, and not everybody feels this, but I found it was a really welcoming city. Yes. And I just found, I felt at home here really early on. I found it was super easy to make friends. Yeah. Um, Again, it was the early 90s, so it was, you know, it was easy to go out. There was a, there was it a was big, a different time. Well, it was, because there was <laughs> yes. a big bar community. Yeah. And oh, like, most true. of the friends that I met, I met on Commercial Road. Yes. You know, just from hanging out at the Exchange or Diva or one of them. That it is was, hilarious, because that's pretty much my same story. Yeah, so, yes. It, it, it was a lovely, easy city to fall into. And I know not everybody feels that, you know, has mm. had that same experience. But it's, yeah, I, 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 it's home for me. And yeah, I definitely. love it. Absolutely. Yep. Hey, look, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Conrad, only on Joy 94.9. A diverse sound for a diverse crowd. Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, the gorgeous Conrad Brown on Joy 94.9. Conrad, you mentioned before around your love of movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if your next song maybe relate to just- that. Kind of, and, yeah. it, and it ties in everything together. So yes, I um I had a wonderful experience when I was twenty one. My um twenty first birthday present from my parents was a trip to Sydney, um which I got to come over and you know kind of 
just go wild really and i stayed with a family friend who was a bit terrible but that's another story <laughs> and um but that was fine and i made the most of it and wasn't home much anyway so one of the things that um was on there was this beautiful movie theater i can't remember where it was but it was um quite quite old and really art deco yep. kind of thing and when I was looking for movies to go and see, I wanted to see something, you know, that I yeah. couldn't see back in New Zealand. Movies, and I love yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I saw this English film advertised called Beautiful Thing, and there was a little blurb about it. And I went, oh, that sounds kind of sweet. I wouldn't mind going to see that. Yeah. So, you know, went along, caught the bus over and saw this movie. And it just, you know, it's a beautiful little gay film. Oh, it's out gorgeous. Of the UK. Yeah, it is. It's gorgeous. And everything about it is so sweet. And I actually saw it again that same day. Oh, know, wow. I went off and had lunch yep. or whatever and came back. I just, it really, it kind of captured everything about it. And then when I go back to New Zealand, I discovered the soundtrack and it's it's quite a lot of old 60s songs yeah. on there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't really heard a lot of the Mamas and Papas, um, but this song was, was kind of a key song in that yeah. film. And it ties everything together for me. It's kind of little bit of my coming out it's yeah. a movie that stayed with me forever and i still love i've watched so many times i can't yeah even count so yeah dream a little bit dream a little dream by mama cass is um a song that still means a lot to me it's very sweet you're listening to chatterbox with brett and andrew and our gorgeous guest the lovely conrad brown on joy 94.9 seem to whisper I love you birds singing in the sycamore tree dream a little dream of me say nighty night and kiss me just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me while I'm alone and blue as can be Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our wonderful guest, the gorgeous Conrad Brown on Joy 94.9. Oh, now, what a gorgeous song that was. It, it really well, is. I love it. Now, we've had a message come through. Yes. And it says, hello, ladies. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> professional outfit this evening is always Moira and Ross. Hey, I want to say a big shout out to uh, Moira's mother is over here from Scotland. Yes, the lovely oh, Nolene. The lovely... Noreen. Noreen. And we got to meet her on New Year's Eve, and she's a darling lady. She really is. Absolutely. She, how she gave birth to that brute of a <laughs> beast of a son of hers, Moira, I'll never know. <laughs> now, my love, yes. this is your favourite time of the evening. It is indeed. It's it's out of the box where you get to ask some embarrassing questions of our beautiful guests. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Question Terrified. Wh- <laughs> I'm going to white knuckle this one. Come on. What's the most embarrassing song in your music collection? I was... There's so many. Um, I would probably go with... And it's not even really that embarrassing, but, man, when it comes on, sometimes I'm like, ooh, um, is the dance remix of Don't Cry For Me, Argentina (laughs) by by Madonna. Oh, from... (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's the really over the top flamenco one. I love that because yeah. it is flamenco dancing, and you just want to do this. Yeah. Sorry, that works really well on the radio. I, the arms go yeah, oh, flailing, flailing. So it's not it, it's not the worst, but it's one that I always go. Oh, I shouldn't like this, but man, I love it. I love the sort it. of thing that if your earphones fell out on the tram and you're like, yeah. your iPhone played it, well, it's probably give it away when I keep on doing the Eva prone hands up in the air. You know? That's not a bad song. I like that. I think I'm going to have to download that again because that got used it. to go. Have we? we I thought so. Yeah. That used to go off on the dance floor off. though because you can see the queens who love Madonna. Absolutely, hands were at the ready. Yes, uh, Conrad. Mm. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever worn? What's the most terrible outfit you've ever worn? You were a child of the 80s, in the 90s. You grew up through the 90s. 80s and 90s. Uh, and you grew up in New Zealand. Can I just throw that in, out there? <laughs> so you were picturing dungarees. No, or, well, I mean, I'm that... seeing a lot of velvet, um, like, sweaters. Ooh. Don't be racialist, Brett. It's just one step <laughs> forward from South Africa. Let's watch that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... There, there's kind of a running joke in my family that my mum used to love whipping us up some outfits as children. Oh. So there's a few that there's sometimes when I look at photos of me and my siblings when we were growing up, especially in that kind of early, late 70s, early 80s, I yeah. go, was mum like getting a really Did big discount on <laughs> curtains somewhere? Oh, yeah. Was she handy had, with a Janome? Oh my God. And we all had matching outfits. So there was a lot of kind of um, that awful kind of Fake velvet. Yeah, like you know, corduroy or velour. Yeah, velour. 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 Yeah. Oh, love a bit of velour. But my own choice, <laughs> my own terrible choice, was blue and white tie-dyed parachute pants oh. that I wore oh. to a... Um, Nautical. Like a, <laughs> like a blue light disco. Yeah, and I right. thought I just looked incredible. And I paired it with a, a white kind of billowy shirt oh, and a denim jacket. Handy if you got dropped out of a plane. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And I had Kung Fu shoes on, too, so Kung I was Fu ready shoes. to roll. Handy if you got dropped out of a plane in Japan and were attacked by ninjas. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think because I borrowed the, the denim jacket from my sister, it had all these kind of medals and loopy chains. And oh. I, I looked like I was ready to drag, and I was 11. Can I, can I, can <laughs> I also... Dane. Maybe I came out when I was 11. Hold on a minute. It's all coming back to me. How was your hair? Oh, quite a gorgeous Top Gun S crew cut oh, with quite a bit oh, of like gel in there. Yes, yeah. But because I had quite fine hair, and but yeah. a lot of it, yeah. it was quite separated, so you could get a lot of scalp. Yeah, in hair. there as well. As, as, like my grandmother had it. it. Was hair? We used to say hair. You could see the lamp through. Yes. <laughs> And the great thing was, you put gel in that, and it kind of individualizes each strand. Yeah, it's a great look for any child. Beautiful. Yeah, and pair it with my outfit. Oh my god, Project Runway. Hey, you could scrape your boots on. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, my love. Final yes. question. Last one. Now you are a deep lover of movies. Yes. Now, what is that awful movie or TV show that you know is just <laughs> terrible, horrendous? I've got so many. Tell I've me what. Got so many. Come on, rattle off. A um. I love a, a teenage dance movie. So oh. anything where they've got to have dance-offs in the street <laughs> yep. or the gang's got to get together to raise $10,000 to save the neighbourhood. Yep. So I've seen love every it. single Step Up movie <laughs> in the cinemas. Now, do you know Step Up 3? Yes. 
3D. Uh, 3D, right. Yes. Um, when we were in Paris a few years ago, <laughs> the translation was Sexy Dance 3. <laughs> they wish. Don't, don't understand. I've, I, so I've got a really good friend of mine. We've seen yeah. them all in the cinema together. And that has also led us to seeing other terrible dance movies. <laughs> but if it has got a bunch of kids dancing for the, you know, to save something, High School I'm musical? there. Uh, no. Probably a little bit too young. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you need to go, and I don't know if you've seen this, mm. uh, Breakdance 2 Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Just, I was, a, I got a little bit obsessed with breakdancing in uh, the 80s. Did, did we you? All? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing yeah. it or just watching it? No, just watching it yeah. and just being part of it. Like, God just, for that. <laughs> Break I know. I know. I've got some color. I've got some color because I've been at the beach for the last few days. But I am. I'm a white lady. That's where yeah. your hair went. You rubbed it off on lino. <laughs> Doing all those headstones. Yeah, that was it in the back streets of Scarborough. Hey, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest star, Conrad. Only on Joy ninety four point nine. Bring joy to the world. Listen to us everywhere. Download the Joy Smartphone app now at joy.org.au. You're listening to Shadowbox with Brett and Andrew and our wonderful guest, the lovely Conrad Brown on Joy 94.9. Hey, coming up is the fabulous Sonia with Sci-Fi and Scream. I think she's got another... Oh, another little... Po- oh, she's <laughs> she's doing little jazz hands tonight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And, be now, that kind of and show. now she's showing that she can point with two fingers. <laughs> Excellent. She's a darling. Conrad, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much for coming in on a Tuesday night. Thanks for having me. You've been, been delightful. Oh. Now, your final song tonight. Oh, I went a little bit kind of current. Oh, my God. Oh, could yes. it be more current? Could it yeah, be more current? The can we Super talk about Bowl? it? Oh, we've got, we could do it in 30 seconds. Yeah. How fantastic was it, the Super Bowl? It was amazing. So Beyonce dropped a single on the world over the weekend, <laughs> and then she just kind of turned up and stole the Super Bowl um, halftime show off Coldplay. Um, the song is incredible. It's so bombastic. Now, can and, I say, yeah. if, you, if you didn't see the performance, just YouTube, because it's all over the internet. Amazing. It's so good. It's, it starts with Bruno Mars singing Uptown Funk, then it goes to Beyonce, and then they literally come together at the end, and they do they actually, match up. They actually join it with um, Crazy in Love. Yes. Yep. And then this weird thing happens where Chris Martin pops up <laughs> in the middle like a work experience boy. He just <laughs> is like... Just, do you know what it was I a was little bit like? It was a little bit like, oh, am I staying current? Yeah. <laughs> but who invites Beyonce to the party? And then doesn't expect her to take over the exactly. dance floor. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness, boys! Any final words tonight? No, just look. Thank you, Conrad. You've been an absolute delight. Thank you. It's been incredible. It's been too much fun. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. And good night, Australia. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.